the lovely weather we've been having we're all hoping that it can last to the weekend and uh, a lot of people will be hoping that because they're taking part in this massive fundraising campaign Climb with Charlie this weekend uh, all in aid of two charities Motor Neuron Disease and Pieta Uh, this was Charlie of course Charlie Bird who is suffering from Motor Neuron uh, started this fundraising campaign and I know Limerick's own Vicky Phelan had hoped that she might be able to join him, but sadly that's not the case due to her poor health. But thousands of people will be climbing Crowpatrick, but other uh, hills and mountains all over the country this weekend in aid of Climb with Charlie. And many of them may not have done it ever before and perhaps will be looking for a few tips. And who better to give those tips than Ireland's best-known mountaineer, Pat Falvey. Good morning to you, Pat. How are you? It's an absolute honour to chat to you this morning. Well, morning, Gillian, and how are you? Like, it's uh, great to talk to you two up there in Limerick from Kerry. Pat, you are known for climbing mountains that most of us can only dream of. You were the, the first person in the world, I believe, to complete the seven summits twice. I mean, once is surely enough for anybody's lifetime. What possessed you to go around and do it all again a second time? Well, it's a love and a passion, and the fact that I could do it has brought me to the most remote, the most beautiful, the highest, coldest and loneliest places on planet Earth. But it didn't all start there. It started like just like people are doing now, getting out, getting up and getting fit. And uh, like the Charlie Climb like is like is an amazing initiative that he has brought on to, for people all around the country. But not alone that in the world. There's people signing into this, you know, through Canada, America, England. So it's, it, it's a fascinating initiative. Yeah, and Croke Patrick was the one that Charlie's going to be climbing because it'll be local and he's doing it with friends and family. But people will do them everywhere. I would imagine, um, like, okay, there's only really one that I've done locally here um, is Keeper Hill uh, out in Newport. Um, but there are lots of other places people can, can climb around the Limerick area. Have you any ideas of what might be a nice place that people in Limerick might climb? Well, I tell you, I, there's about, I think, eight different climbs in Limerick going on. And if people want to find out about it, it's climbwithcharlie.ie. There's 155 different um, climbs on the second, right? It's just not alone, you know, big mountains, it's beaches, it's forests, it's woods. And I think that it's all about getting people out there and doing something, you know, along with Charlie as he's climbing Crowpatrick. Because remember this... That is Charlie's Everest. But lots of people will have a bigger Everest, like it could be Carolyn Tool. Other people will have a walk in the forest. So it's just to actually bring out to people, just do what you can, and it's in relation to a good cause. But the most important thing is, and I suppose what I'm on here for, it's about safety first. Because we'll have thousands and thousands of people all around the country, and indeed some parts of the other parts of the world too. And you know, it's important that this is done safely and that we all get out and have an enjoyable weekend doing this. And the things that will come in here for people is just take into consideration. You know, we want people to do stuff, but take into consideration the weather. The weather is changing. It's going to be colder. So make sure that you, you know, check the weather and that you have the right gear. That in relation to the objectives people are doing, that their fitness level like is appropriate to it. 
And as you know, outdoor adventure, like there's a risk, there's always an element of uh, danger. And that's probably what attracts people. And to remember, you know, like that this is for a great cause because getting out in the great outdoor and acts the endorphins uh, in your head, the positive endorphins, and that it is for a great cause for Irish motor neuron disease and the Peter House. But there's a lot of other stuff there. But I'm going to leave you fire me questions. Yeah, because actually you've reminded me of an experience I had myself. I'm sure you know Muckish up in County Donegal. Um, I think it's the second highest peak. Absolutely beautiful. I decided to go up Muckish with very little experience. Um, And it was fine going up. It was coming down. I had the problem. I went over on an ankle. And... Very small, not a huge, doesn't sound like a, a, a huge problem, but trying to get down a mountain when you've sprained your ankle and you only have your uh, 17-year-old daughter <laughs> trying to lean on isn't easy. No, it's not easy. And, you know, like, say, if you're taking the last year, we've had 345,000 new people into walking, right, since, uh, since covid but one of the greatest accidents is sprained ankles, broken legs, broken shoulders. And even in Kerry, like throughout last August, there was 30 rescues. But when someone is called out, you had your daughter to carry you down. But usually it takes about 22 people if it's a full-scale rescue and someone can't walk on their ankles. So footwear, be very appropriate, like, you know, or be, be very concerned with the footwear that you're wearing. And also, like, say, if you take Muckleshoot, it's high, that if you're going into an area like that, that you have a guide or a person that knows what they're doing if you don't. And coming down, because lots of people get into the summit like things, yes, they've done it, but coming down is the most dangerous because you're relaxing your mind and thinking, you know, nothing will happen. Just like yourself, it could be just a momentary lapse and bang, you have a sprained ankle. So it's all the time about being focused and about, you know, keeping your attention level up all the time, whether it's up or down. And you don't always have the comfort of a mobile phone. Like, you're, you're meant to bring one, obviously. But uh, as far as I can recall, I don't think there was any signal where I was. In a lot of places that people will be climbing, they won't get signal. Yeah, and that's true. And it's like, but and that's the reason why it's very important that you either know what you're doing, that you can navigate, or that you're going with experienced people. And if it's the case something does happen, that you have the proper gear, like the clothing. That if it's the case you have to sit it out for a couple of hours, that you're going to be warm enough because you get into hypothermia, and as well as that, bring enough food and water to sustain you because most people will be doing about 7.8 about 7 kilometers to 12 kilometers you know climbing a mountain and if you want to do something easier like just do something easier and go walking in a forest or just go walking on a beach anything but remember that it's safety first and knowing that you're supporting a good cause you know uh, with the time that you're doing and in particular for the you know, the organisations pay the house and motor neuron. Are there certain heights that suit certain ages? No, I don't think there's... I had an 80-year-old who became the third oldest in the world and he climbed Kilimanjaro. You know, I've had uh, lots of people that would have done Karen Tool, including the 90-year-olds. It's all about pace and your fitness. You're never too old to walk 
and there's always an objective you can do. Walking is one of the best ways, you know, to stay fit. And like we can see that like throughout COVID, and that's the reason why so many people now are taken back to nature. And it also gives you the therapy like in your mindset. You know, it's absolutely fantastic for enacting the positive endorphins, getting air into your body and just breathing. There is absolutely nothing like the feeling when you reach the peak and you get a view. I'd agree with you there. Like, there's nothing like standing, and it could be any size peak. You know, that's that's my love. Is like you say, I've climbed Carnton to maybe two and a half thousand times, and I've had about thirty thousand people up there. But I do it because of the fact of seeing other people when they reach the summit. Now it could be Mangerton, it could be Talk Waterfall, it could be Muckish, it could be anything that you're doing. But you know, to stand on top of the summit, there's something about it. And then, of course. What happens is people say, what's next? And then they go so, thinking of things like Kilimanjaro and yeah. Yeah, Everest. Um, you've tackled Everest from two different sides, is that right? Yeah, I became the first person in the world to climb Everest north and south, seven summits twice, and lived with uh, 32 tribes of people. But in saying that, at that level, over 50 climbers um, that I've climbed, their lives back for their dreams you know including as you know like the famous Limerick man was part of my team Jer McDonald who was an amazing climber oh sure we remember Jer so well um, Kilcornan and you know yeah. the climbs that he did and you know the history and everything within K2 is really deeply imprinted and a, a, a fantastic role model here in Limerick yeah, and I suppose Ger would have started, like, you know, at a local hill. But his dreams and ambitions went way beyond and actually brought him into the, as you say, the highest and coldest places on planet Earth. Ger would have loved something like climate, Charlie, wouldn't he? Oh, he'd have loved it. Like, he had his own cycle. Like, for years, the family had a cycle there as well for him, you know. Like, he would have loved all of this. He, You know, that man... He actually loved instilling in others the passion of the great outdoors, no matter what it was. He lived in Alaska for a while. But it, like, it, it all starts with just getting out and um, doing something. And it can be very, very simple. And it's, it's to get those steps up and get, and, get into, and get out into the air. I love what you said earlier on in this piece where you mentioned that, you know, somebody might be going for a forest walk and that will be their Everest. Like Croke Patrick is Charlie Bird's Everest this weekend. And it really is about looking about it, at it from that point of view and not saying, you know, I need to, to do the highest mountain, but just everything might be a challenge, challenging ourselves individually. Yeah. And, and like if you look at Charlie, like that's a huge Everest in relation to the motor neuron. And, you know, my father always had a great saying. He said, dream and dream big. But remember, listen, the following you, the dream is where the success lies, not in achieving it. The summit is a bonus. So the fact that actually that people can come up with stuff to do, right, is amazing in itself. But it's, the success is in taking that first step. The person that's sitting on the couch that gets out and walks around the block or goes into a Warwick forest walk or walk on a beach and then progresses from there. Say for me, I started on Mangerton Mountain and I ended up on the top of Everest as well as like lots of other places around the world. But it started with one step. 
Yeah, I love the idea that the success is in the pursuit of the dream, not in achieving the end. Um, Pat, if somebody was looking into climbing mountains more professionally, what sort of tips would you give them? Well, first and foremost, I would say, like, you know, get trained. You know, say navigation. Like, there's lots of people, like, that will do stuff and uh, it's because they're fit and and they get guides. But if you want to do it professionally, there's there's lots of organisations around that you can get trained in. And if it's a case that you're an amateur, I would say the best thing to do, like, is do navigational skills. If it's a case you want to go abroad, you know, do ice axe, crampons and ladder crossings and things like that. If you want to go to altitude, it's just a matter of being fit. You can go to Kilimanjaro and then you take it away from there. But it's a progression. Like, as I said, you know, I have loads of people that would have started climbing, like, out through the gap of the law. Then they would have wanted to do something more. And eventually, like, <laughs> I can't believe, like, they're going off to Nepal with me or off to Africa doing stuff. Pat, what's next for you? I mean, having done what you've done already, do you still set goals for yourself? Oh, I do, of course. Yeah. But, you know, one of my biggest ones is, because I've spent so much time doing this, is to become the best grandfather that I can be. I'm 65, by the way. But, like, my ambitions, like, this year I'm going to do, like, outside that, because I, I had changed my objectives because I probably wasn't the best father in the world because I was achieving my ambitions. And I'd always throw that caution in. But yeah, this year I'm going to do four Kilimanjaros. I'm going to do two base camps. I was supposed to do two Russians, but we cancelled that because of the Ukrainian war. And then I'm doing dog sledding in the Arctic. And then I head off to South America, yeah. as well as doing all the stuff at home. So anyone that wants to find out about stuff like that, and there's lots of good advice, just talk into my own website, pafalvi.com. Fabulous um, plans to be looking forward to there, Pat. Uh, and this weekend on Climb with Charlie, will you be up a high peak? No, with what we're doing this weekend, we're going to climb a mountain out my back door with about 40 people. It's called Strakeen. Because to have that 40 people, it would be too strenuous for some of them. So we're going to take an objective, you know, that everybody will be able to achieve that's going out in relation to the objective they're setting themselves. So it'll be Strickeen and Canuck de Broca in the amazing glaciated valley of the Gapadon Law in Killarney. Well, it sounds absolutely lovely and I wish you all the very best with that and the very best to everybody who is taking part in Climb with Charlie this weekend. A fabulous uh, cause and thanks for all your advice there. Pat Falvey, thanks for joining us today. And remember for people, if they want to find out about more stuff that's in there, don't forget to clock in to climbwithcharlie.ie. Donate if it's the case you can. It's for great causes. And hopefully we'll all have a good weekend. The weather, by the way, is changeable, so watch the weather. Okay, well, very good advice there, Pat Falvey. Thanks for joining us on Limerick today this morning. Thanks, Joe. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live.